0: Hello, welcome to the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. For this, the September 14th episode of the podcast. Today, we'll be looking at numbers 2150 through 2159 of the Catechism. 2. Taking the name of the Lord in vain. 2150. The second commandment forbids false oaths. Taking an oath, or swearing, is to take God as witness to what one affirms. It is to invoke the divine truthfulness as a pledge of one's own truthfulness. An oath engages the Lord's name. You shall fear the Lord your God. You shall serve him and swear by his name. 2151. Rejection of false oaths is a duty towards God. As creator and Lord, God is the norm of all truth. Human speech is either in accord with or in opposition to God, who is truth itself. When it is truthful and legitimate, an oath highlights the relationship of God, of human speech, with God's truth. A false oath calls on God to be a witness to a lie. 2152 A person commits perjury when he makes a promise under oath with no intention of keeping it, or when, after promising an oath, he does not keep it. Perjury is a grave lack of respect for the Lord of all speech. Pledging oneself by oath to commit an evil deed is contrary to the holiness of the divine name. Twenty-one fifty-three. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus explained the second commandment. You have heard it was said to the men of old, You shall not swear falsely, but shall perform to the Lord what you have sworn. But I say to you, Do not swear at all. Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from the evil one. Jesus teaches that every oath involves a reference to God and that God's presence and his truth must be honoured in all speech. Discretion in calling upon God is allied with a respectful awareness of his presence which all our assertions either witness to or mock. 2154 Following St. Paul, the tradition of the Church has understood Jesus' words as not excluding oaths Made for grave and serious reasons, for example in court. An oath is the invocation of the divine name as a witness to truth, cannot be taken unless in truth, in judgment, and in justice. 2155. The holiness of the divine name demands that we neither use it for trivial matters nor take an oath which, on the basis of these circumstances, could be interpreted as approval of an authority, unjustly requiring it. When an oath is required by illegitimate civil authorities, it may be refused. It must be refused when it is required for purposes contrary to the dignity of persons or to ecclesial communion. 3. The Christian name, 2156. By The, the sacrament of baptism is, confirmed, is conferred in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In baptism, the Lord's name sanctifies man, and the Christian receives his name in the church. This can be the name of a saint, that is, of a disciple, who has lived a life of exemplary fidelity to the Lord. The patron saint provides a model of charity. We are assured of his intercession. The baptismal name can also express a Christian mystery or Christian virtue. Parents, sponsors and the pastor are to see that a name is given which is not given, which is foreign to Christian sentiment. Twenty-one fifty-seven. The Christian begins his day, his prayers and his activities with the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The baptised person dedicates the day to the glory of God and calls on the Saviour's grace, which lets him act in the spirit of a child of the Father. The sign of the cross strengthens us in temptations and difficulties. 2158. God calls each one by name. Everyone, everyone's name is sacred. The name is the icon of the person. It demands respect as a sign of the dignity of the one who bears it. 2159. The name of one, the name one receives is a name for eternity in the kingdom. The mysterious and unique character of each person, marked with God's name, Will shine forth in splendor. To him who conquers, I will give a white stone with a new name written on. On the stone, which no one knows except him who receives it, that I looked and behold, on Mount Zion stood the Lamb, and with them a hundred and forty-four thousand, who had the, his name, and his father's name written on their foreheads. Okay, so we finished this, um, this second commandment uh, today, looking at the not taking the name of the Lord in vain and so we have this um uh, we continue with this whole thing of of taking oaths that uh is something that sh- um shouldn't be done lightly the church has recognized that on occasion it is possible like if you're in a legitimate court case and in you know only if it's done legitimately uh but that there is not a problem in taking an oath then um but that this is uh, important. Really, it's everything I was saying yesterday. I'm not going to repeat myself from yesterday. But just to say that this is uh, an important aspect, that uh, we shouldn't take oaths lightly, and that we need to, um, and obviously if we take an oath, we, we tell the truth. I mean, that's that goes for for, for granted. Um, and then the Christian name. The fact that we have a name as well that is important, that it's part of our dignity, that we're not nameless. We're not uh, one uh, among many, but each one of us is an individual that God has called, that God works with, and really to, to see this. And so we're called to, um, uh, to see that uh, really the Lord is working a history with us. That's why this last part was speaking about the baptismal name, that everybody is called by name. God calls you by name. He doesn't just call everybody in general. He doesn't just issue uh, a thing with uh, fill-in-the-blank and you can put your own name there. No, he calls you by name. That He enters into a relationship with you. He enters into a unique relationship with you. And this also then, at the end, is looking at heaven, at uh, revelations. And this is why the name of God is important as well. It needs to be respected because we enter, enter into a relationship with God. Through Jesus Christ, we enter into a true relationship with God. And in God, we find life. We find happiness, we find peace. And so his name is so important for us. I think of some of the martyrs that, were, um, that died speaking Jesus' name, just speaking it again and again. And when we are confused, when we're in suffering, when we're in the really difficult moments, Sometimes it's enough just to repeat the name of Jesus, to repeat it again and again, and this way as a very profound prayer, but a prayer that maybe we can pray when we can't pray, the uh, more organised prayers that need a bit more uh, thinking, that this is one we can pray uh, when, when we can't think, when we're not able to anymore, and to entrust ourselves to the Lord. This is what Christianity is about, having a real relationship with Jesus Christ, having a true relationship with him as you had with an, as you can have with any other with another person, um, not with a God in a, um, a funny abstract sense, but with God in a personal sense that Jesus is more real than your mother. Jesus is more real than your spouse than your children. He is more real than these. And so he calls us to a more real relationship with himself. So we finish now with the in brief section. In brief, paragraph 2160. O Lord, our God, how majestic is your name in all the earth. 2161. The second commandment enjoins res- respect for God for the Lord's name. The name of the Lord is holy. 2162. The second commandment forbids every improper use of God's name. Blasphemy is the use of the name of Jesus Christ, of the Virgin Mary, and of the saints in an offensive way. 2163. False oaths call on God to be witness to a lie. Perjury is a grave offence against the Lord, who is always faithful to his promise. 2164. Do not swear, whether by the creature, by the Creator, or any creature except truthfully, of necessity and with reverence. 2165. In baptism, the Christian receives... His name in the church. Parents, godparents and the pastor are to see that he be given a Christian name. The patron saint provides a model of charity and the assurance of his prayer. 2166. The Christian begins his prayers and activities with the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 2167. God calls each one by name. All right, very well. And so tomorrow we'll continue and tomorrow we'll be looking at numbers 2168 through 2176. God bless.